0: Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com Diego Maradona has been taken to the hospital No kidding in Russia Before the game he was dancing with a Nigerian chick
1: Gave somebody the double guns too. Remember the
0: yeah that year. was after when I yeah. scored the uh, the second uh, goal. So before the game he uh, he was dancing with a chick. He was really stressed out during the game. When Argentina scored early, he really celebrated and looked like he was coked up. But supposedly he's off the blow and he's been sober for a couple of years. But he's he's clearly fallen off the wagon uh, in Russia. And then at halftime he was passed out. He fell asleep at the half. So it was pretty eventful. It's pretty hot there, too. He's an older dude. He's partying. Yeah. So like I said, before the game, he's dancing around. He was celebrating in the first half. He fell asleep during the half. Right before the end of the first half. He's, he, a, he's also a bigger man. He dozed off. And then uh, after the game, now there's a video of him in which he needs help being held up. And he's brought into, like, a luxury suite. And now there are just reports that he's actually been taken to the hospital. So we hope that uh, Maradona's all right. Yeah, I don't know if it's the uh, the stress, the heat, or if he's uh, he's partying too hard.
1: I have a feeling it's a little bit from column A, B, and C.
0: Yeah, it's probably all three.
1: I'm thinking everything blended in. It's funny, actually. Parlayed.
0: I saw a story here this morning. I retweeted this about uh, Mike Perry. Mike Perry's that jerk-off MMA fighter. Um, guy's a jerk, so uh, Mike Perry, but uh, whatever. A lot of these guys are jerks now in the UFC. I hate to say it, but it's the new the new UFC. So um, Mike Perry talked about how Mike Perry trains in Florida, but he he's relocated to Albuquerque, New Mexico, at uh, Team Jackson. Jackson uh, Winklejohn. So of course John Jones is out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, Mike Perry has been. He posted a couple of pictures on Instagram and Twitter, etc., in which he was at a bowling alley with John Jones, but they were getting smashed. And he talked about, uh, I think we've had like 100 shots of tequila, which, you know what, Mike Perry, I've been there and done that. I had like 100 shots of tequila with John Jones like uh, 12 years ago <laughs> <laughs> when he said he didn't drink, if you remember. Yes. You were there that night.
1: I was there. I was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So John Jones told me he never drank before. Like we were drinking, doing this show in a bar. And John Jones is like 3-0, 4-0 in a UFC. He was still a young guy. And... Um, Bunch of UFC fighters were there. Clay Guida was all drunk and Heath Herring, Kenny Florian. Clay Guida was drinking more than Heath Herring was kind of buzzed. Kenny Florian actually didn't really get too wasted. So um but John, so we're drinking shots and stuff. And I say to John Jones, you want a shot? And he's like, no, he goes, I don't really drink. And he goes, I've never had a shot of tequila in my life. That's what he goes. I've never had a shot of tequila in my, <laughs> my life. Uh, That was the exact words to me. And his his fiance, his girlfriend, whatever, the chick he was with, I don't know, I think they might have broke up after all this stuff. But the chick was there. I think they might be together, actually. So she's there, and she goes, goes, it's true, he doesn't really drink. I've never seen him drink before. So John Jones is like, ah, what the hell, man? I'm having such a good time here with you guys. I'll have a shot. John Jones, we all have a shot. And then he has another one. And then basically, you know, about 14 shots later and stuff, I sort of say to someone right sitting there, I'm like, you know, either this guy, either this guy's full of shit and he drinks all the time or. And then I told John Jones that I told it to him. I said, bro, either, you know, you drink, you drink more than you let on
1: or, or just some kind of I said, you specimen. can really handle
0: it, bro, yeah. because, you, you know, you're really pounding these shots back. And he just sort of gave me this grin. This Sammy gave me this grin, and this is funny, though. So basically, he's been hustling people since day one. Like, I don't know why. Like, he never just said, yeah, yeah, I'm a party" or whatever. But the problem is now, Cam, he hasn't fought in a couple of years. Steroids, arrests, yep. jail, drunken driving, cocaine. It's been a couple of years now. And now to see Mike Perry, who just went out to Albuquerque and tweeted, and he's actually talking about it and stuff, he said, John Jones is an animal. He's a savage. He bought me like 100 shots of tequila. It's unbelievable how much he can drink. Uh, then they went out a second night in a row. Mike Perry says, uh, you know, I came here to train. This guy's killing me, bro. I can't yeah. drink like this all the time. How about you just get out of the bar in the and, bowling alley and start training? And he said, John Jones told him, no, no, we're not going to go as hard tonight. And then they went when they went hard again. <laughs> The whole point is, a guy that's had substance abuse issues, yes. enough so to cost him probably about 20 to $30 million in revenue over the last couple of years, lose a Nike endorsement, lose your UFC championship, yep. he was one of the few fighters that was making pretty good money. A lot of these guys get ripped off. John Jones, John Jones. You know, Top he, he was making yep. money. You know what I mean? No, it's not was, like he's... No, he's the main guy. Like yeah, Dana White yeah. said, he's probably lost about 20 to $30 million. Really? With his with his crap over the years. So you figure and he's suspended now. And I don't know. I, I, I remember I showed you the video of the thing in which he yeah. was laughing. He was laughing at the Las Vegas at the Nevada State yeah. Athletic Commission or the California Athletic. Commission. Exactly. During that uh, hearing. Yes. And one of the guys said, "Oh, I believe you, Mr. Jones, was a mistake. Yeah. And one of the other guys said, well, I'm not as naive as my yeah. colleague and I don't believe you, Mr. Jones. And one of the chicks said, I don't believe you either. I think you're making a mockery of this, and, uh, yeah, you're suspended for another year, or indefinitely. So a guy that's in suspended drugs, you lose your belt and everything, here he is out here getting wasted, man, in Albuquerque, you know? So anyways... Let's get to some DFS. I just want to get to the, no, no, uh, the I, news of the day. I don't know how we started rambling. No, I, on. It's not, you're
1: not rambling, but the thing is, too, and if you're this other guy, though, too, and that's today's society, say you're my friend or whatever we go drinking, that's another thing. I'm posting out pictures. Hey, man, getting bombed with this guy, getting bombed with this guy. Like, that's, that's, you might want to put on the brakes and not advertise that shit. But anyway, he's going to figure exactly. it out. Exactly. He's like gonna if fix- I was John Jones, goes, I'd tell him, I mean, don't oh, tell everyone. You know, what the everyone the already, doing? People already think I'm a waste yes. case. Now you're telling people that's I'm what, buying you 100 that's, shots that's of tequila. That's what I'm saying. What, they shut your mouth, and then, you know what I mean? We'll go We'll go training, but after this episode, that's why we talk about no cameras. No. That's in today's world. People get burned because of this stuff. Be careful who you party with and what they bring. Goes to show how tough he really is, though. He can yeah, yeah. the crap out of yeah, everyone, and he's drunk. a big boozer and cokehead. Yeah, yeah, and he does it. And what do you say? Yeah, we're just going to go light back-to-back jacks, and you're still doing this stuff? That takes a special breed.
0: Yeah, he's he's, no, he's an animal. He's like Mike an said, animal. he's a savage. <laughs> <laughs> he's a
1: savage. Okay, he's so. Savage. I like that. Good word. Yeah,
0: Major League Baseball DFS. <laughs> Uh, right now i've got a lineup uh, put together so uh, you, why buddy. don't we just jump right we in
1: pretty good uh, there were some guys last night that really did their thing d gordon got us uh, some early rbis in the game a lot a lot of positives gabe like yeah, there were the, a couple of the, positives uh, not was, i thought there were some really good positives but yeah, uh, d. Gordon,
0: d gordon had 17 uh, points evan gaddis was a disappointment last night Kendry morales was a disappointment last night adrian beltray was a disappointment last night Francisco Lindor was a disappointment last night. Snell was great. Yeah, the fact that one or two guys are okay, Cam, out of a now nine a ninth guy, ten, ten, 10 guy lineup. Lots
1: of pitchers, strikeouts, anyway. I just see the positives, and let's put together some positive lineups tonight. <laughs> More about facts. I'm actually oh, betting I, I'm you, playing money on this stuff. Oh, so no, I'm just, I know yeah. whether it was good or not. And I'm just telling you, I had some guys on my team that really did some damage. Did you win money? No, didn't win All money. All right, yeah, so. so. Good point. You bring up good points. Yes.
0: So obviously the lineup sucked. Didn't make it. <laughs> Let's just be real, Cam. Like, I'm not into uh, I'm not into moral victories here. Ooh, oh, good. I had one or two guys who was good. No, good. Good for you. Okay. So uh, tonight, um, tonight, the question is: You want to spend the money on? Uh, you want to spend the money on Morton? And generally, both me and Cam are the same. No, we're cheap. <laughs> we are pretty tight. We're cheap. We don't want to spend the money. I don't like spending massive money on these pitchers because it, well, it really hurts the bats. Man. Uh, Morton's 12,000, Paxton's 125, 12, Kluber's 129, Severino's 131. It's hard to justify any of them. It is. I guess you could take Kluber. I don't know man.
1: yeah or or you could go for a lowercase guy like stripling. He's $10,500. He's somebody that you can look at, look up at your lineup, but no, I went with two cheap pitchers again, and then I'm going to go with some, some some bats, a couple... Stripling's a nice choice. Yeah, Stripling, I, I looked at him, but he was still more expensive uh, than the guys that I like. I think David Price at $8,300 is a must-play. I know the Angels have I like Mike that Trout, and they have dangerous hitters, but I also love the Boston Red Sox from the fact they're going up against Lamb tonight. They're a buck eighty favorite. I think Price has been very solid, uh, and he's, he's $8,300, so I I think you can get him at a few thousand dollars cheaper than the other guys, and that would be a prudent move. Uh,
0: as far as projections uh, are concerned, if you're looking for, like, computer analytics uh, here, Ross Rippling, Ross Rippling's expected to uh, produce the most fantasy points this evening. Severino next, Corey Kluber after that, James Paxton after that, Charlie Morton after that. You know who the value pick is, and I've actually got him in my lineup right here. Because if you're looking at the uh, the analytics and the algorithms, it's all like I just said. It's Ross, it's Stripling, it's Severino, it's Kluber, it's Paxton, it's Morton, and then it's uh, Freddie Peralta. Hey, Peralta, Freddie Peralta, just seventy nine hundred dollars. Yeah, he's projected to put up eighteen point nine DK points uh, tonight for seventy nine hundred dollars. Uh, meanwhile, Severino's projected to put up twenty point seven for thirteen thousand.
1: Yeah, he's in a great matchup too. Peralta uh, at home against uh, Junis and the Kansas City Royals—a really good situation. Yeah, if, if, if you look at Peralta, I thought he'd be probably in the, around the the David Price range, but uh, yeah, you know, he's a little bit cheaper. Actually, even more expensive than that because of the matchup. But that's a great price at seventy nine hundred bucks. Very good. I think
0: I think it is as well. Uh, godly, uh, David Price, and I'm with you on David Price. I just said, uh, you know, we thought the same on this when I pulled the trigger with David Price uh, here. Um, all right, so David Price in the last eight games, he hasn't given up more than three earned runs uh, in any of them. Uh, 23% uh, strikeout uh, rate. Left-handers are hitting two twelve against him. Uh, right-handers uh, just 235, 27.5% hard hit rate versus uh, uh, left-handed uh, batters. Right-handers 312 uh percent. I think he's in a nice spot. It's this is a risk. It's a risky pick picking on the Angels it here. Is. It's all or nothing almost. But David Price has been good. I agree, Cam, with the 8300. dollars I think we can get uh, some production out of him. Peralta, we talk about Peralta being a nice value uh pick here. He makes his debut uh right now at uh, Miller Park. His, his starts were on the road. But how about this for a strikeout rate? 41 percent that's amazing <laughs> obviously it's not going to stay no nope. but he's got a 41 percent strikeout rate 2.30 earn run average 0.89 whip left-handed uh, hitters 179 right-handed hitters zero four zero average you talked about it the um, I, I should a uh, right right handers do have a 46.2 hard contact rate against them which that's not good um but no DH either, right? I like I like that when American League teams uh, lose a bat as well, yes. and it's not as if though Kansas City's offense um, is any good, anyways.
1: Yeah, their bats are pretty weak, and. Gabe, just looking at Peralta in the game, he had 13 strikeouts at Coors uh, for a 41 DK point performance and uh,
0: strikeout machine.
1: Yeah, and 30.3. 30, 30. He only had one bad start against Minnesota, It's just because uh, he gave up a bomb in that game. But still, like two out of the last three games, 30, 30 DK points and 41. That's pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, Peralta's um, Peralta's been good. I think he's a nice play tonight, uh, guys. Um, Grandel doesn't really ever play against lefties, so I'm expecting – I haven't announced it yet, but I'm expecting that Austin Barnes will be behind the plate uh, tonight. I don't really like him all that much, but he's $2,800, and uh, I, I spent some money across the board here. I've got uh, Eric Hosmer. Um, I, I think there's going to be some runs tonight in Texas, actually. I, I don't have a problem with the either team's bats here tonight, but Hosmer, man, the guy just rakes against right-handed uh, pitching. A 9.11 OPS over his last 700 plate appearances, um, so we'll, we'll ride uh, this um, uh, here. I'm gonna go. Uh, who's on the hill tonight? Too? It's uh, it's our boy uh, Bebens Dirks. Bebens
1: Dirks. The Texas score runs the other night, too. San Diego put up some, I agree. There's going to be balls flying out of the park. And you know, what is it, Gabe? It starts to get hot. You know what happens in Texas? Oh, yeah. big that humidity Hard, hard there. contact rate becomes big dingers. It's the uh, it's ranked fourth as far
0: as offense yeah. parks are concerned yeah. in the league. And then it, and, uh, with the heat. Fourth right? most offensive hitter-friendly park in Major League uh, Baseball. Hosmer's got nine home runs. I wouldn't be sure, shocked if he hit one tonight. Um, uh, this Albie's kid's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, Ozzy Albie's. He's in my lineup. You know too. he called
0: it last night. I guess he told the guys in the dugout he was going to hit a home run. Yep, <laughs> he did. The I game, write him again. I, like I, he I, actually I, called the shot. He told. I know he told. I think he told someone on the on deck circle or something. He said, "This game's over. Don't worry. I'm about to hit a home run." And he did. He's got ten hits in his past three games. Um, he's got a seven game hitting streak uh, right now. Over the last uh, seven games, Cam, he's hitting four fifty five. Man. Braves have a lot of good good, young players on that team. Yep,
1: 10 for 15, two, two doubles, a home run in there, Gabe. And uh, take a look at the DK points, 28-18, 16-14. He's in my lineup, too. you got to put all these in.
0: Uh, one of the guys that I spent big money on tonight was Nolan Arenado, $1,500 against uh, Holland. He's always crushed uh, left-handed pitching, uh, Arenado. He's freaking expensive, but he's expensive for a reason. They understand why, $5,800. You know, you get what you pay for. But he's 11 for 25 with five home runs and 13 RBIs in his last uh, six baseball games. Carmago, go with Carmago. 12 hits in his last 10 games. Nice spot versus Matt Harvey uh, here, another Atlanta Brave. Uh, We often take this guy Campbell with good reason. J.D. Martinez, nine for 17. Four extra base hits, three doubles, a home run, five, five RBIs, and seven runs scored over the last four games. That'd be a nice little run if I said no, over his last yeah, 10 games. No. He's got three doubles, a whole four run, five RBIs, a seven-run <laughs> scored
1: Over his last four games. You know, he's an absolute monster. He's a savage. Yeah, over his last uh, four
0: games. In a great spot here this evening. Um, I-, I like uh, I like uh, Martinez a lot. We're taking uh, Denard Span. A little, a little Spam uh, tonight, uh, Camp 36 DK points over his last three points. We talk about over his last three games. We talk about Seattle uh, often, but... Um, we don't take, I always talk to take Cruz or Haniger, yeah. so I'm going with Span, Six for 13 with three doubles versus Gossman. And we're going to wrap it up uh, with Chad Pinder. Mr. Pinder, yeah. actually, he has good numbers. Chad Pinder against uh, Hardy here tonight. So I've got Peralta, David Price, Barnes, Hosmer, Albies, Arenado, Carmago, Span, Martinez, and Pinder. Cam's lineup coming up next. 844- 84 FNTSY. That's 844 843 6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. The lineup Block Live continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio. I'm Gabriel Moretz, alongside Cam Stewart. Quickly recap my team David Price, Freddie Peralta, Austin Barnes, Eric Hosmer, Ozzy Albies, Nolan Arenado, Johan Carmago, JD Martinez, Dernard Spann, Chad Pinder, Price Peralta, Barnes, Hosmer, Albies, Arenado, Carmago, Martinez, Span. Pinder, all in Pinder. good spots here this evening. I like Pinder. Pinder. Hey, what's your name, Chad Pinder? Pinder. Chad Pinder. What do you got for us? Well, Kim?
1: Gabe, I'm going. We're starting with the same pitcher and David Price. You talk about it, uh, 25.3% K rate. The thing that I like about David Price too is earlier on, Gabe, he gave up the home runs, but now only 0.89 home runs per nine inning. A lot of these guys bad numbers, and so he won't get hit with the long ball. We have worried about one guy and his Mike Trout. So if David Price can actually, you know, shut down Mike Trout, I think. We could be in a real good situation tonight. The price is right with David Price, eighty-three hundred bucks. The numbers are there, and he's been pretty solid, so I'm going to take him as my pitcher. Now my punt play, um, I actually looked at a lot of different guys too, Gabe like Peralta and everybody else. I'm going with steven Matz of the New York Mets, and don't let uh, one bad start fool you. It was at five earned runs at Coors, and Nolan Arenado did all the damage. After that, Matz has been fantastic. Only one other time be giving up more than three earned runs. He's been very solid. I'm not too scared about the Pittsburgh Pirate bat, so I think. Matt's his numbers are very very good and he's sixty one hundred dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. You brought up the point about the defense, so you're taking a little bit of a risk there. But Matt's at home and price, I like that, so I can save some money. Now we're going with a guy that I had last night. I'm actually using a couple guys that I had again. Robinson Chirinos for Texas, the catcher. This guy is absolutely smoking right now. You don't get a catcher producing 16 and 22 points, Gabe. Five RBIs in his last two games. Five hits in his last three games. He is stepping up to the plate and raking. That's why he's in the lineup again, hitting in the seven hole for the Texas Rangers. I'm going to go with Chirinos. Now Joey Votto. We're going to go up against uh, Joey Votto versus Atlanta tonight. I love the situation for Joey Votto and and Joey Votto is one great baseball player, and when he's hot, he's hot. $5,000 I paid, but 13, 15, 22 and 16, Gabe. It's been going on for five, six games in a row. He's hitting everything right now. The Cincinnati Reds have been hitting the ball, even losing an extra innings last night. Joey Votto is getting it done at $5,000. You talked about Ozzie Albies. You know what his grade is? All A's. His name should be Ozzie All A's because he's perfect. I love this guy. 10 for 15. Two doubles a home run versus Harvey. That's the situation. Javi's pitching tonight too. Ooh, it's going to be interesting. Ozzy. Albies. Gabe talked about it. He called his shot and he is one of these players that is absolutely on fire. I had him last night. I'm having him again. So Chirinos and Albies, you're back in the lineup. Johan Camargo, he's an old friend. We're putting him back in too. I love the situation going. He's $3,500 and he's been good. A cheap price and I think he's going to have low ownership at third base. He's one of the better options. Then we're going to go with Seattle. Gene Segura. I got to be honest with you, Gabe. At $4,800, he seems a little bit overpriced, but I like the situation against Baltimore. Segura, I'd love him to steal a few more bags and do a few more things, but he's still a good player. You talk about Cruz and other guys. Gene Segura is still a world-class player and in a very good matchup on the road against Baltimore tonight at $4,800. It's bobblehead night for your buddy, kiki hernandez for the dodgers i'm going with him and not just because it's bobblehead night three home runs in the last two games four rbi in the last three he's been absolutely hot for the dodgers he's really starting to feel it and very very cheap at 3500 so kiki hernandez is in the lineup Gabe talked about it. Jamie, J.D. Martinez, just plug him in all the time. That's why we save money with the pitching to get J.D. Martinez in. I I can't even look at these numbers. 44 DK points. Like, this guy is just going to blow you away. 570 isolated power. Five ribbies in a game. Last couple games. This guy's just been hitting and hitting and raking and raking. And I hate to tell you, (laughs) Lamb's pitching for the Angels tonight, Gabe. This lamb is going to be let out to slaughter, and J.D. Martinez and a lot of the Boston Red Sox are going to be the guys to get to him. $5,700, and I Choo Choo choose your friend from last night, Sin Chu Chu He's back in the lineup. San Diego and Texas will put him points. I love your pick with Hosmer, and I like Chu. Even last night, he didn't even have his greatest night, game, but he still put points forward in the board. Three hits again, three out of five, 11 DK points and RBI. Shinsu Chu has just been rock solid every single night you get production he from has this been guy and I'm going to ride this these hot streaks out some guys in baseball they do it for a while so recapping my lineup I really like it David Price 8,300 bucks Stephen Matz a little bit of a leap of faith but the numbers enhanced due to one bad game in Colorado 6,100 dollars. Chirinos a very hot catcher for Texas 3,200 bucks Joey Votto $5,000, Cincinnati against Atlanta, Ozzie Albies, $5,000, he's in Marenzi's lineup too, Camargo, he's in Marenzi's lineup, $3,500, we got a couple Braves there, Gene Segura of Seattle, $4,800, and the outfielders, Kiki Hernandez of the Dodgers, $3,500, J.D. Martinez, who is smoking hot, $5,700, and Shin, Sue, I chew, chew, choose you again at $4,900.
0: You know what? I like uh, Kiki Hernandez a lot tonight. Uh, I like him. I like the Dodgers. Uh, But uh, tonight is Kiki Hernandez' bobblehead night.
1: That's what I just said. That's what I said. A bobblehead night and home run night. Gabe, he's been hot. A bobblehead and home run night. He's, He's hit three in his last two games. So Kiki Hernandez is very, very hot. He's hitting dingers. Take a look at this. Four RBIs in his last three games. Three home runs. The hits are coming, too. Five hits in his last four. And this guy has 47 DK points in his last two games. Kiki Hernandez for $3,500. Let's do it.
0: So um, a couple of minutes ago when we had George Kurtz on, I brought up uh, Major League Baseball trades, big names, etc., And I said if I was a general manager, I'd be very concerned about sending pitchers out at this point in time with the trade, with yeah. trades potentially to happen in the next couple of weeks, specifically if I'm the Toronto Blue Jays and how I mishandled the Josh Donaldson situation. Now, nobody in the Toronto media is going to call the Jays out for this because no. people in the Toronto media are a bunch of uh, bootlickers. That uh, they all work for the, the you know, the, the the Blue Jays own all the media outlets. So everyone's scared to really tell it like it is. Not even think they would if, if they could. Actually, I don't our, think buddy, our, buddy, our buddy
1: Griff Dog wrote an article about them mismanaging some players in the past, though. But he works yeah, for no, a newspaper well, publication. Griff is different, yeah. He's, our friend, he's exactly. actually, he tells it the way it is.
0: But um, so generally here, you look at the Toronto Blue Jays. Coming into the year, if you remember nationally, even if you're not a Blue Jay fan, you remember nationally. And Josh Allen is a hell of a player. Yeah. Former most viable player. Um, he's a free agent at the end of the year. So there was talks about an extension and stuff, and the Jays keep kicking a can down the road. In other words, everybody freaking knows they didn't give money to Encarnacion. They didn't pay Price to stay. They don't want to pay anyone to stay, all right? The Jays don't want to pay big contracts to people. Donaldson knows this. It's no secret. Everybody knew this. So in spring training, they met. They talked. It didn't go very well. And Josh Donaldson basically stated after, well, you know, whatever it is what it is, uh, we'll, we'll we'll handle the year and uh, we'll deal with this. Yep. The Jays, of course, media put out there, Josh Donaldson no, no, doesn't care about contract, only focused on season. That's really not the case. He freaking knew that, all right, I'm not going to be here. But the thing is, if the Jays know this, they screwed it up. He got hurt in spring training, or they didn't know he was hurt in spring training because the, the dumbass manager of the Jays, Gibbons, said, oh, I didn't know he had a dead arm. I never saw him throw the ball. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. What the hell did you guys do, man, in Dundee in Florida for the last six weeks if you didn't see? Like, how would you not know this, Cam? Like, I don't know. Like, i still going back to this. It still bothers me. And I'm not even a Blue Jay fan, but from a standpoint that you have a blue-chip prospect here, a blue-chip entity, former most valuable player. And you don't know that he's got dead arm? You don't know that he's hurt? Come and Gibby said, wow, I never really saw him throw the ball. Yeah,
1: well, you know. Again, it's like, well. well yeah, you, like you you're not even got to know.
0: But it's not even funny. It's like, you know, well, what I the know. hell? Like, how would you not know that your best player has a dead arm? All right? So, first, literally, first inning of the first game of the year, ground ball to Donaldson. He throws it to first, man. He, like, three hops it. Yep. Like, you can't get it there. And they were like, oh, the ball slipped. You know, the announcers, ball must have slipped on him. Hey, eh? first inning, first, ha, oh, ha, oh, ha, oh, funny. A couple innings later, same thing again. It was worse. And basically his arm, it was dead. Like, he couldn't throw the ball. He's had all kinds of, like, injuries and mishaps. And my point being now, now it's just broke right now. It's amazing how I'm always right, man. I just said this 20 freaking minutes ago. From the Blue Jays, you can't screw this stuff up. Now it just came over to wire that Josh Donaldson uh, is going to be re in three weeks. So,
1: bye-bye opportunity for anything, bye-bye. So you're trading a guy yeah. that
0: hasn't played in two months, and, yeah, his value's at an all-time high now. Great job, Shapiro and Atkins. Yeah, they did
1: a horrible job Dude, at the they're start idiots. of the year. They are idiots. You can't trade them now. No, you can't. So,
0: now you can trade them for a bag of balls if you want, I guess. And, Rogers, you guys are that freaking cheap. He gave all the money to get Bettman into the Hall of Fame. You don't want to spend any money on your baseball team. It's a train wreck. So, now they're going to lose... Donaldson for nothing. At the for end of the year nothing. and they're gonna get nothing. Yep, they are gonna get nothing. Like Encarnacion, the situation
1: you talk about with So him. watch
0: every time I'm telling you, Cam, I don't want this to happen, but watch Jay Happ. he's gonna he's gonna pop his elbow or something next time they throw him out there. Like what there's no more there's no more showing him off. We know he's good. You know he's good. There's no more showcasing him. Well, we're going to showcase Hap because this team's interested. If I'm Atkins and I'm Shapiro, I'm putting it out there right now. Like after this Donaldson news, like now, tonight. I'm putting it out there to the GMs and their little hotline that they share to each other here. Who wants to talk? Because I'm not waiting until July 12th to do this. Every time he goes out there, I'm telling you, they're going to screw this up. They screw everything up.
1: They do. And another thing is, Gabe, take a look at... From a player perspective, other than, than Donaldson, they have no other assets that really that other teams don't want. Other than T. Oscar Hernandez, their big young star. Take a look at you them. You can't trade guys, him. You know, like Kevin Pillar and these. Guys, like nobody wants these guys. Like they, the Blue Jays. Love well, them you can now. get rid of them, but no one. No, it's not like you're getting my, anything my, back. My yeah, my my point being that they don't have ad, Donaldson was your gem. Basically, we have a bunch of like fake jewelry cubic zirconia that's thrown in there with a couple young players and he was the one guy that you could get something for well, if they you screwed have, that up if you have
0: a former most valuable player you want to either lock them up and that's or, all or thing. get full value and that's them. the whole thing too the blue jays have a they have a weird way of like upsetting their players like the jays with like Stroman, too they need to lie the jays like i don't understand like they need to like pretend and then just put a knife in the back at the end because blue jay players are never happy There's a common pattern here, and it's strange. You can say, well, they should shut up, they get paid, they make millions of dollars, they should be happy, but there's always, there's never trust between the Blue Jay players and the ownership. From when they saw how Edwin sort of got screwed with, and then basically... The media smeared Edwin, and the Jays, oh, the Jays tried to keep him. He didn't want to stay. It's like, that was garbage. Oh,
1: Cleveland, the, the Cle- Jays, Cleveland said, thank you very much. We'll
0: take him. Well, basically, he took the same amount of money from Cleveland in the end, but only because it was such a pain in the ass dealing with Toronto, right, that he was like, you know what, out of spite, you know, I'm not going to stay here after this. I'm just going to go to Cleveland. Screw it. I'm not playing games with you. Like, the Jays tried to play games. I knew what the Jays were up to, Cam. They were trying to make it seem – They wanted Edwin to be the villain. They wanted to say, he left. We didn't let him go. He left. We offered him a contract. Yeah, you did at the last second. That was, you knew it wasn't going to be enough to really impress him. So out of spite, then he was like, you know what? Screw you, Toronto. I know what you're doing. I'll go to Cleveland. His life's better in Cleveland now. They're on a better baseball team. For sure. So everyone in the clubhouse sees this. Everyone in the clubhouse sees uh, the Jays making a kid pay for a suit so he can take a photo on the cover of Sportsnet magazine. You know they they don't like they don't like the organization, and Donaldson same thing. Look how popular Donaldson was, man! All the jerseys that they sold. Donaldson played through pain. He became the face of the Jays overnight. And how do they repay him? When you're a free agent, well, you know, let's talk at the end of the year. In other words. We're not going to keep you. So why don't you go out here and play hard for us right now and play in limbo. Like, Josh Dawson doesn't deserve to be in limbo. Now he's hurt, so it's a different situation. But he doesn't deserve to be in limbo after what he's accomplished. He he shouldn't be getting screwed around like this. And now he's screwed. He's not going to go to a contender this year. This this year is a write-off in his career, essentially.
1: Listen to this. Do you notice? When Angle goes into the Mets uh, locker room, he works with the team, right? Take a look at this. This is all you need to know. Other than the newspaper guys, the guys who are working for the organization, Rodgers and their guys who do all the in-play stuff. Barry Davis fired. Do they want to work with this guy? No. They hate this guy like I'm telling you, it's, it's a not good just point. it's not just a, a domino effect. It's the whole systematic guys, not the newspaper guys, but it's all the guys who work for the television brand that the players have issues with. They don't even want to do stuff. And I'll tell you, they don't they, they hate dealing it's with it. That's a them. good point that Kev's raising. Hate dealing it's with a these unique guys. situation
0: in which they don't like the them. television network owns the team, yet a lot of guys on the team refuse to do interviews. They would with the, rather do
1: it with re, so, uh, respectable
0: people if you're saying you know you see that basically they're refusing to do interviews for their bosses essentially I mean they work for the Toronto Blue Jays well, not really I mean they're players for the Blue Jays but it's a, it's very unique it's imagine like New York Yankee players boycotting yes yeah stating you know what I'm not going to talk to Waldman I'm not yeah. I don't because I don't like them I don't like their network I don't like the owner I'm not going to do this. And it's funny because you'll see Jays players talk to the visiting teams. It's not like the Jays players are all dicks and don't talk to the media. But you're right. It's a good point. They don't want to talk to the Toronto media. And it's not that they feel the Toronto media is out to get them. They don't like the company. That's why there's only one person they'll talk to. Hazel May.
1: Yeah. Hazel, Hazel's been Hazel in business May. for a long time. Like they'll talk to the chick. because she, She's hot.
0: So they'll talk to the hot chick. But they won't, you know, I mean, they don't They don't talk to a Rashma Daniel. Like you said, they got Barry Davis booted out of there. Systematically, they don't like anyone. The, I will admit, though, the Toronto Blue Jays players complain a freaking lot, man. They do. Like, they, they do. really are a whiny bunch for a team that doesn't win. Like, they're always, there's always, like, it's a system, like you said, it's a cultural thing from the top all the way to the bottom, man. If your boss is and you know what it's like, and, you know, we've both been there. If you know your bosses are dickheads and they're big, rich and stuff, but they really don't care about being successful, and they're just going to – it becomes a trickle-down effect where there's a negativity towards the management as well. Mm-hmm. You'll do the job. No one's you – know, the, guy, the guy in the Jays isn't quitting playing baseball, but – is he gonna run face first into a wall for Rogers? Probably not, <laughs> right? Like and another thing he's gonna is, think twice about it. When you're you know? watching
1: when I'm watching like a Yankee broadcast and they bring on somebody who like rips on a couple guys on the team, it's accepted because that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm gonna say, sure Zonnor did some Greg Zahn when he got fired. Sure he did some things and cracked some old school jokes, but you don't believe he was so hard on the team and they were so flaky about it. The reason was a player said, Listen. We can't have this guy criticizing. Us all the players. Time. That's what I'm talking about. They got rid of Tommy him. Not just that.
0: Tommy Hutton, man. Tommy Hutton was a long time, you know. Remember, baseball yeah. player in the '70s and for the '80s, sure. etc. Yankees, Expos, Blue Jays. Long time broadcaster. He was a long time broadcaster for the Marlins. He got fired for same thing. He was yeah. overly critical, supposedly, of the Marlins. Tommy Hutton is the most positive guy in the world. He basically stated, if a guy struggled. And, honestly, they, they, the organization told them, listen, the players complain about you every day. Players complain about you every day. I was the host of the Expos post-game show. I used to say, like, some pretty crazy things. Like, I wasn't as disciplined as yeah. I am now. Like, I had a bigger mouth and would say, like, wild or dumb things. <laughs> and even, like, they, I didn't even get fired. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, players used to see me and they'd say, you know what? That was a little bunch little last yeah. night, that bit you did about me, but... They're like, you know, I did suck, and they're like, I know it's your stick. And they also said, since you come here every day, it's cool. And they used to tell me, that other guy that grips us that never comes here, tell him that off.
1: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app
0: should I go? I really want to know. I'm singing the lyrics like the wrong part of the song. (laughs) (laughs) I jumped in on the wrong beat. (laughs) Jumped in. Good job, uh, Florio. Good job uh, with the music uh, here. Great show today. Just absolutely flew by. Thanks to our guest, big man on campus and uh, George Kurtz. I like uh, Kurtz. Kurtz always gets worked up. Oh, yeah. He gets fired
1: up. That's the best. They're not building that arena there until I see a shovel in the ground. That's like yeah. It's at Belmont. They're like, yeah, George knows like it's not gonna happen for a while. They're taking their time. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was delayed either.
0: All right. Speaking of Florida, I just said you're doing a great job, so don't let me down here. We have a new segment on the show here, Mike. I mean, I need a little music for this though. New segment? Like I don't know, like uh not like uh we need like game show music or Stress, you know, sort of like uh, give me a radio jingle or
1: a flatbed, generic. Yeah,
0: no. what I'm saying is we don't need like an Aerosmith song or Metallica song. Just give me like a generic flatbed like rock or something, you know, sort of like uh, like a sports update.
1: Oh like like just like soft, like guitar yeah like sports you update, want, update you still update. want electric guitar you just don't want it shredding. just See, kind this of is playing a riff it's taking so long modo. without me hearing music right
0: now I'm, I'm you, Florio's losing credits here the power meter's going down here florio
1: what do you got it's the MLB power rating I don't know
0: Lo, it's like this guy he goes to the bathroom like 13 times a day so I don't know he's got a he's got a bladder small bladder can we get some music here Florio? As soon as, yeah, as soon as I give him credit, yeah. I'm like, no. Like...
1: <laughs> Here he goes. <inaudible> what do
0: you got for me, Gabe? All right. There you go. What I have is our Major League baseball notes of the day. Notes of the day. The New York Yankees are 45-10 and 10 this year if they score four runs or more not a flatbed, but <laughs> oh,
1: well, I've got to have a talk
0: after about this. Always talking. The A's of uh, Homer in a Major League uh, Baseball record, 26 consecutive road, road games. games. Yeah, yeah. they Look, Just keep the music going here, Florida. They're, they're monsters on the, uh, way, the their, Oakland A's. Reds are uh, 29 and 31. Like, this was a really tough concept, wasn't it, here, Mike? <laughs> flatbed. Sports update music, Major League Baseball notes. You play a punk rock song with uh, yelling and singing and then stop after 30 seconds. All credit
1: gone.
0: Uh, at least it's, there's no singing. New York Yankees are 45-10 and 10 when they score four runs or more. The A's of Homer to Major League Baseball record. 26 consecutive road games, which sounds almost insane and impossible. Sure does. How the hell do you have a home run in 26 straight uh,
1: road games? They, Oakland A's hit long balls.
0: Cam, Cincinnati Reds are 29-31 and 31 since Jim Riggleman's took it over as manager. That's Not pretty good. Bad, almost 500, baby. Pretty impressive. He took over on April the 19th. They're playing nearly 500 baseball. They actually might win tonight. Twins left fielder Eddie Rosario has scored at least one run. In 11 of his last 13 games, Cleveland third baseman, Jose Ramirez, has reached base 32 consecutive times. 32 consecutive games. All right, this music's just too much. I know you think it's funny, Florio, but it really isn't. Like, And uh, the, the L.A. Dodgers hit another two home runs last night. You got to remember something. He's there. You're here. Yeah, it might not always be that way, though. <laughs> this guy. This
1: guy just, might not always, it it might not
0: always be that way.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah,
0: Dodgers lead the uh, National League in home runs with there 104. Dodgers. They rank seventh overall. They've hit 40. What are they up to now? 48 home runs in the month of June. That's unbelievable. Breaking. There's our Major League Baseball note uh, oh, segment see that see uh, Florio ruined. See Get it. it? This is the rift, exactly. So tomorrow, you just go with this one. No more screwing around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marazzi. <laughs> My favorite thing about what you said, and I was when I was working the Montreal uh, post-game show, I was a real psycho back then. You should have seen the stuff I did. That was the best. I'm very calm now. Oh yeah, I used to. Uh, <laughs> used to go bananas. No, I used to like do
0: like che- I used to say like cheaper shot type yeah, stuff.
1: Just z- 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 really go after the players when they sucked hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, you know, I'm I definitely, I definitely crossed the line a couple. Oh, of
1: times. Oh, I, I was brutal when I did the when I did the least show on the weekend. I used to rip everybody. I, I used to no management. I, yeah, same thing happened. They were they were done with me. They're like, you can't say that. I'm like, okay, well, they're not a very good team. That was when they really sucked. They were horrible. I got
0: suspended once for saying that uh, Craig Rive was a disgrace to the uniform and the city of Montreal.
1: Craig Rivey's had some real bad games. He's a nice guy, though. Yeah, He actually is a nice guy. He's
0: not really a disgrace to not the saying, city, a, no, he's
1: not a disgrace to the city. He, he's he's sometimes a disgrace to, to hockey when he was playing pretty bad. But,
0: they didn't like that one. <laughs> no,
1: Craig Reve's a, a fan favorite, right?
0: I nearly got sued by, uh, by an NHL player once because I said that he uh, he spends too much time going downhill skiing. Oh, yeah. You like the slopes. And they, I said he liked the slopes and he skis all the time. And uh, they insinuated that I was saying that he was high on cocaine all the time. No, you just said he liked to go hit the slopes. They threatened to sue me for slander. I had an attorney, and he told me, he goes, this is the stupidest thing ever. He goes, what's the guy going to do? Like, you said the guy goes skiing. Like, exactly. who, who, like, what's he going to do? Go to court and, like, say that you said I used cocaine? No, nope. you said skiing. And then he, because I was worried. And then he goes, dude, the guy will have to testify under oath that he's never used cocaine. He's not suing you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I learned. He, he likes That's Trump why alone. it's funny. And, like, this, and I'm yeah. not going to get into it and stuff, but, yeah, it was a big time guy. All right, it was a big time player. And,
1: I know who it is, but I'm not, and, uh, I'm not naming
0: names. And, uh,. This is why whenever you see celebrities and stuff, like, threaten lawsuits about things, it's like you're full of shit. You're not going to sue anybody because you know it's true. Oh, I'm going to sue this girl that said this about me. All right, go ahead and do it. Go ahead because, yeah, yeah, because once you do, you got to go to court and you got to testify under oath, and then they, <laughs> they have full disclosure of everything, and then you can't, like, you, you know what I mean? It's the last thing. Damn right. Like, because basically the thing is, if you actually did it, you're not going to go, right? So people, people always threaten to sue people. They rarely actually do, because, like I said, the guy actually he wouldn't have had a case.
1: It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, you what what you said. You have to you have to. It could push, have. Uh, it would have.
0: I don't know. Would have ruined me. Maybe. I don't know. I would have got a lot of publicity out of it.
1: Sure would have. I to tell you one thing. I said Ackie Berg is one of the worst defensemen in the league, and then I got suspended, which he was because he was the worst defenseman in the league. Then I had Bill Waters on. You know what I did? We were talking. It was on a Sunday uh, Leafs brunch show. I asked him who he liked in the NFL, and I got uh, fired. <laughs> they said this is a hockey show, not a gambling show. I got, uh, and uh, that person to this day we we never talk.
0: I was on TV Big for dick. years. Big Dick. We were on the Score television network. I was only told two things ever, basically about like it was never. And I was really crazy. I said uh, a lot of oh, crazy hey, things, oh,
1: I, yeah, I, and I
0: never really got reined in as far as content was concerned. Okay. The only time is once when I had the incident with uh, subway restaurants,
1: yeah,
0: in which things got pretty ugly. It was kind of a joke, though. and uh, yeah, it was all way overblown, and I, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I made it was it was you stupid. Just, yeah, it was yeah. stupid, but anyways, that was like a big deal. But the only other time I swear to God it was only once ever was uh, the owner pulled me in and told me basically that the Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs, hate me, and um, it's like it's to the point where. It's a problem. <laughs>
1: like, yeah.
0: He basically stated, listen, there are partners with the Raptors. Because I, I said, well, they're not even our rights holders. So what do you care if I rip the Leafs, right? And, he, well, he goes, because the Raptors are our rights holders. And it's yeah. basically to the point where, like, they despise you so much. Like, they might pull, like, they don't want to be on with us at all. <laughs>
1: so That's serious.
0: And he said, listen, I don't ask a lot. But he said, just, you know, lay off the Leafs a little bit at the time. And, uh, you know, I was pretty harsh at the time, reminding, you know, the 67 stuff. Yeah, and I did bet you that they would never win a Stanley Cup in 25 years. I'm actually alive lot My closer bet.
1: these days with the Leafs than think, the
0: Pittsburgh Pirates. Our bet's dead. Bro. I don't think they like that bet.
1: <laughs> well, I thought it was a
0: pretty good bet. Me and Cam bet like... <laughs> we bet this, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, uh, it was like 10, 12 years yeah. ago. I said the Leafs were a lost cause and they'll never win. And uh, I said, I'm willing to take whatever team's in last place. And at the time, the Pittsburgh Pirates were the worst pl- the worst team in baseball. Yep. That was the thing. I said, I'll take the worst team in baseball right now. And I looked, and it was the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I said, I bet you the Pittsburgh Pirates win a championship before the Toronto Maple Leafs do. And I said, sold. And we have a 25, uh, 20, a 20-year 20 window on the bet. <laughs> 20 years, okay? Whatever happens 1st or it's void. And, uh... I scared Cam a little bit. The Pirates made the playoffs yeah. a couple of times. That's true. Um, and now the Leafs got good. Yeah, but I know Cam it's, tapped out. Yeah, it's one of those bets I hey, no one's going to win. Yeah, the bet was voided. I should have taken that money. I remember once you – Cam once offered me like 200 I bucks did. as a buyout because the Pirates were in the playoffs. They were a hell of a lot better than your they sports were, book. They were doing good. He's like, I'll just give you 200 bucks if you want. I was like, I don't know, man. I like the Pirates. They're looking pretty good. It was like they had all the young guys, McCutcheon and all these guys. You use that 200 bucks. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, Cam. Okay. The Pirates lineup looks pretty good, these young guys, man. Yeah, <laughs> That's and that gone. That was fun. Yeah. No, no,
1: that's the thing. Same thing, Gabe. When I was working for the for the Leafs, too, and I used to rip them, I used to have to go to the room, and the same thing. Uh, the trainer guy hated my guts. Uh, the main players, I couldn't get any tape from them. So the only guy I could talk to was Tim Jackman because he was banging my friend. So I used to get tape for, from, like, the fourth line and Tim Jackman, like the, the defenseman. It was tough back then, man. You know what I mean? Because you got to bring tape back to the studio. you got to get somebody there, and a lot of guys weren't talking. They were really bad, though. They were a bad, bad hockey team.
0: Yeah. Now, um, so yeah. Now I'm all positive, though. There's in the old days, a little bit more negativity. Yep, positivity. That was. Uh, I wasn't that bad. Like I said, I, I guess I was pretty neg. I was pretty negative with the Montreal Canadiens. I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, but it got to the point where I was negative because I knew, I knew it was too late. Anyways, like, why wouldn't I be negative, Cam? They revoked my press pass. Exactly. <laughs> like at that point. Like, How the hell are you going to do your job? Like if they, like, I went to a playoff game. I went. I showed up to the playoffs, and um, for the playoffs, there's like a separate pass, okay? Yeah, nicer one. Except I had like a, a regular one. So basically, like I didn't have to apply for anything. You, know, you just show up and whatever. They transform your Lammy into a playoff Lammy. So I show up for the first playoff game, and um, there's no Laminate for me or anything. Except the security guy, he totally knew me, Right. <laughs> So he was like, Oh, it must have been a mistake. Yep. He goes, Just go up, must have been a mistake, just whatever, and go in, you're welcome. You know what I mean? So I go into the press box and I see the Canadians like giving me looks. Got like, what eye. the hell is this guy? You got some here?
1: cut eye, yep.
0: So uh, <laughs> I've had that look before It turned out yes. it turned out it wasn't a misunderstanding that there was a pass. It was no no, they revoked my pass. So it was kind of awkward. I was in the game, and, um, and uh, yeah, I got uh, – I didn't get booted out of the game, but uh, they actually called my station and said, listen, this guy's not welcome here anymore, all because I picked Carolina. Like, think how insane that is.
1: Didn't Carolina end up winning?
0: I picked Carolina to yeah. beat them. I said Carolina will beat them in six games. The Canadians won the first two games of the series. People mercifully attacked me and told me to leave town and to go uh, screw a goat and stuff like that. <laughs> because, uh, hey, Murrenzi, how are you? You said the Canes were going to win in six games. Hey, how's that prediction looking now? Suck it. Well, we know what happened. The Carolina Hurricanes won four straight yeah, games, yeah. won the series in six, and uh, the legend of Murrenzi grew. Yeah. It pissed the Canadians off well, even for more sure. that well, I was That's that that I was right. You know what the best is how they
1: go ranging on you, too, when it's only 2 nothing in the series? That's just bad yeah. karma. You know bad what the karma. best is? They
0: revoked my press pass. I went outside, and uh, I went up to the scalpers, and I said, they just took my press pass yeah. away. They gave me a ticket, like, right near the bench. <laughs> I went right yeah. back in go as Kings. a <laughs> I told I told the Canadians, I said, I don't care. I said, I'm not banned from the building. I didn't do anything. You don't, you're all right. You don't want to give me a press pass. Don't give me a press pass. I went to the game
1: as a fan after.
0: Perfect. Pretty much ever since then. That's pretty much been my thing. I don't really like press boxes. No, nor
1: do I. Because people up there, they're not. What you do, like it,
0: same with the UFC. Like, I can get UFC passes. People ask, "Won't well, you know, the UFC pass. Because I'm a hypocrite. If you do the UFC pass, you're obligated to say, "Ah, oh, what a great card. I'm Square Garden last night. And, oh, thanks to the UFC. And, oh, what a great event. And you go on your own. You're not obligated to
1: kiss anyone's ass. Shout out to uh, Taylor and Sonny. They're doing Gabe. These don't guys don't do it on just a weekend. They got a nice spread going right. Like what the hell? Who who, who are these people? They live really good. Like look at all the meat. There're ribs and chicken there. Oh my God, I'm I'm jealous. Uh, we we're, we're, we're this barbecue. Uh, we're not there. Man, you're jealous of someone
0: that you see eating a peanut, Cam. Let alone a nice barbecue. I would say a peanut. A peanut wrapped in bacon. Yeah, say a peanut. Picks. I've, got, I've picks. got cashews here right now. I bet you if I busted them out, you'd say, can I have some cashews?
1: I'm actually staring at those old chips that you got there, those lace stacks. Caught them in the corner of my eye. I'm really hungry right now. You're always really hungry. It, well, good it's good. a three-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I got some picks for you. I'm going to take the Minnesota Twins at minus 130 tonight. I'm going to take a shot with Texas. Texas and San Diego over. I also like Texas in the game, minus 135. The Cleveland Indians with Kluber should get it done, game. And I like the parlay you put together. The New York Yankees with Severino and Houston, uh, the Jays are starting up a rookie pitcher. That New York Yankees Houston parlay is plus 104. And my dirty dog of the night, this is not going to be a popular play. I'm going to take a shot with uh, Baltimore up against Paxton tonight. The Orioles at plus 130, got a feeling. It was them or Cincinnati. One of those two dogs is winning tonight. Gabe, what do you got for your buddy the Bear? Well,
0: last night I took uh, two underdogs. We said, you know what, we're going to play some underdogs um, with the Cincinnati Reds and the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays got it done for us at plus 190. The Reds did not, even though uh, they nearly did. But nearly is only good um, in horseshoes and hand grenades. No, I was going to say uh, lap dance. (laughs) Um, <laughs>
1: really? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Close only counts. Uh, yeah, horseshoes and grenades. Grenades in a lap dance. Um, who cares about horseshoes? Who plays horseshoes anyways?
1: Drunks at the cottage. Oh, you're close in a horseshoe. Yeah, good for you. No, what, what's that d- do for my life? Nothing. There's just different points in the horseshoe system. Just continue, continue. <laughs> We're not going to get into the the math of horseshoes.
0: All right. Uh, so I'm going to take the uh, New York Yankees and Boston Red Sox parlay together at plus one twenty. We have Severino and Price. Uh, Going here. It's not easy. I mean, we're going to beat Philadelphia and the Angels, but we're nice pitching situations with Lamb here and uh, Uh Lamb going with the Angels and Severino going. So, Yankees, Red Sox plus 120. Braves and Astros plus 104. Braves and Astros probably plus 104. Oakland Athletics minus 130 to win the game. Braves minus 150 to win the game. Dodgers minus 165 to win the game. And I don't know why the Rockies are plus 130 underdogs against Holland. And the San Francisco Giants, keep it locked in. here. Scout Radio coming up next, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.